Here we go. Hello, everybody. Gail Craft here from the Empowering Process Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I have with me Yanko Yankoff. He is the founder of a company called Hypno Yan LLC. Kind of guess what he does. I want you to really listen to this man. Yanko is a passionate hypnotist whose journey through life took an unexpected turn. And we're going to talk about that following a life-changing event in May of 2017. Before discovering his calling as a hypnotist, Yanko spent 15 years mastering the tech world as a lead data center support specialist. Haven't we, many of us been there? His transition into hypnotism came after a profound personal experience that sparked a deep interest in exploring the mysteries of the mind and spirituality. On this episode, he's going to share his insights on his spiritual journey and on the spiritual journey, the enlightening world of hypnotism and the beauty of finding balance and harmony in every aspect of life. This is going to be so much fun, Yanko. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's going to be so much fun. So um, let's get to it. So what is the event that happened in 2017? Well, I had a um, near-death experience, if I can call it that. I, I almost left this world and that kind of changed the perspective of life for me and um i just made a huge difference in life um i wasn't thinking much of anything before that so what and, and was the near-death experience what happened <laughs> so i was um I was keeping bees um, at that time because that's uh, something that runs on the family. My dad, it's a beekeeper, and my granddad, it's a beekeeper, and my grand-granddad, it's a beekeeper. Wow. And, and, and so um, we were keeping bees, and every spring, because of the weather around here, um, and the uh, Chicagoland and the weather and spring, it's kind of crazy. It rains all the time and the bees gets frustrated. Um, they start to swarm, which is a natural process of the hives that they do. They just swarm up in the morning. They, you know, get up to a tree and ball up. And then the beekeeper can, you know, shake him into a box and have him situated in a new box or a new, new home. Mm -hmm. um, and so because that happens a lot and, and we had quite a bit of hives, I'll catch like maybe four or five per day on that period of time. And um, because I'm not allergic, I wasn't like really wearing anything, any kind of protection because I've been doing that many, many years and it happens every time. But that day something changed when I was up on the ladder, I lost balance and instead of Felling down and, and maybe breaking a leg or something else, I decided to let the swarm fell on me and then to, you know, kind of climb down and clean up. But um, 
I got stung so many times. Um, and it got to the point because the bee venom, it's it's more dangerous and more, more poisonous than the cobra's venom. But because it's in small quantities, it's not really like um, that dangerous for people. But when you get to a certain quantity, um, your body gets in shock. So um, all my, both, both my hands were covered with stingers like like a porcupine and and so i started to lose consciousness i was in and out i mean i situated whatever was left from the hive in in a home and i moved back in the house and at that point i started to get in and out and um, i had the feeling that the body is shutting down and this is it like like I'm dying, I'm I'm dying, I'm having this like um, anxiety of dying, and 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 every time I'll go in and out, I'll have like like pixels or like kind of like in the computers coming back and like whoop, you got picture and then you don't, and I don't know what point uh, medics pick me up, but I notice that. I still had body awareness at that point because the body started to get in shock and it was shaking. Um, and it felt cold. And I kind of see my entire life to that point goes on like, like almost like a story, like, okay, I had this. And until this point, I, I, it was just nothing like, I felt like like I haven't accomplished anything. I felt like 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 I could have done better. And then there was a thought that I'll try better next time. And then after that, I was like, where's this thought come from? Like, how did I know that there's going to be a next time after this? But I fell in peace and and I was okay with whatever happens, happens. I was just like, okay, this is it. And that was it. And then I regained consciousness back in the hospital and they were having me hooked up to a machine, checking everything out and um, brought me back in. And that's pretty much it. Um, and then after that situation, I started to think more of like what inspire and this whole like scene and everything and then i kind of retrospecting back in life i i recall two other incidents in my life where i could have died but i didn't die and everyone was like almost within 10 or 15 years apart like as growing up like one around when i was 14 or 15 i could have drowned but i didn't drown and it was kind of like the same i I give up and I was like, okay, this is it. And then next thing I remember, I hear something pulling me like a whoosh, pulling me out of the swimming pool. And the next thing I remember, I'm coughing water off and they're resuscitating me on the side of the swimming pool. Um, and, and I forgot all about that until that point when I start like thinking of like, okay, is this, was this too, like, was I, really dead or what happened there and then another memory popped up when i was right around 25 26 or so when i fell asleep behind the well and i totaled the car and 
nothing came out of that. Like I could have checked out, but I didn't. <laughs> so um, that was the experience. Um, it kind of, the whole thing that get me thinking was that, why was I thinking that there's going to be another time or another like, like opportunity for me to do this over or like, and why was I okay with this entire experience? And, and I decided to change everything drastically because I wasn't happy with how I was living life until that point. And, and so, so right so, after So can that, I inter interject right here? Um, right. Most people that I talk to who have had a near-death experience, mm -hmm. um, when they come back, the door doesn't close all the way. So some, the door stays way open and they're, they become channelers, kind of like, like Abraham Hicks. And others that's, get messages, right? So, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. I was going to get to that point. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to get to that point. Um, so fast forward, I changed the way I was eating because I was overweighted. I started to work out. And I was still stressed out from work because I was doing the IT and that's very stressful. Sometimes I'll have like, like uh, hospitals that are down and their paging systems are down and they'll be on the phone like, let's, you know, bring it back up and running around, getting things going. Um, and then I'll have different customers that will be like stressing me out. And I started to meditate. Or maybe I was just looking for excuse to meditate. I, I don't know. I, I started to meditate and I felt at peace. And I started from like five minutes to 10 minutes a day to like two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening. And I started to get into like weird outer states of being when I started to channel, which was the next thing. <laughs> um I'm still not sure how this whole channeling process starts. Um, I am a conscious channel. I don't completely go off when I'm in the trans state. And I just have the feeling of something coming from above, um, like a light. And then I'll have different experiences, depends on what I'm channeling um, or what's coming through. Right. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's it works differently. I don't know if your yours are um, if if they know how channeling works or what channeling is or whatnot. I, I don't know if you want to bring that in, but I can only describe what it feels like to me because like right. other people. It, I I would say Yanko that um, people that I've met even those who have not had, like I've not had a near-death experience, but I get downloads, right? Yes. And, and I get um, feelings. So it depends on how you're a receiver. Everybody receives, mm -hmm. like some people hear voices, right? Um, mm -hmm. Some people it, get impressions, right? Some mm -hmm. people feel something in their body, right? And I get, it's, it's almost like a, a heart thing, right? Mm -hmm right um feeling and i do 
get clarity as to what the intention of the message is, right? So I know that I'm translating what's going on. And I think that is the key here for people mm -hmm. to understand for anyone who does do this work. Um, when you're dealing with reaching an altered state, what communication you get is not in your language, right? right. You yeah. translate it, right? right? In order to understand. So, so yeah, some, I mean, right? So yeah, some of the flavor and the juiciness yeah. and the, right? You understand it completely, but you cannot express it. Right, because right? language is very limited. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it, it's kind of like that. I get all flavors because maybe I get is into it. Um, after that, the whole, the whole everything changed. I, I went to what it felt like. Uh, some people call it Kundalini awakening or the Kundalini syndrome, uh, where you have energy go up to your spine yep. through all your heart centers and chakras. I didn't have a full-blown Kundalini awakening from what I read because the people that describe it, it's like going up the top of your head and just kind of like engulfing you. Mine stopped to my throat. And now it's still in a process where it's shifting between the throat and my third eye and it's going back and forth when I meditate. Um, but it was a weird, in a way, experience because um, I didn't know anything about it. Um, in, in, I wasn't, I wasn't any, like, I was raised in a Orthodox Christian home, but I wasn't like into religion. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll go to church with my parents and everything. Um, but that, that wasn't it. And, and the whole experience of having, this energy moved through my body and getting in outer state. Um, it was really, really um, shaking my world almost. Um, and, and it wasn't only that, but before this whole thing worked, it was just like going to steps. And it wasn't like, like a, a one-time thing that just goes. It, it kept on going for almost three to four months when I'll have like uh, body changes, I'll be sweating, I, I'll have jitters, I'll, I can't sleep, different parts will be vibrating in the body. Um, I'll have cold and hot sweats coming in. Um, I'll wake up in like two in the morning or three in the morning and I can't sleep. Um, I still know, have that, and, I still have that. And, 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 and the body, um, the body will start to adjust automatically where you do mudras with your hands and the body will move energy and does work to repair whatever needs to repair. But at the beginning, it's very kind of scary experience. You almost think like you're going nuts, <laughs> if I can describe it that way, because the whole perspective of reality changes within within like seconds you in 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 one can have associative and dissociative experiences where all of a sudden it's on the side of the body and all of a sudden it's in the body and having you know going back and forth or different perspectives and different things that are happening 
um, there was an experience where I was different things outside the body. That, that wasn't like me. I, I wasn't, it wasn't like a out of body experience because that feels like I still have a body, um, which isn't the body, but that outer experience was more like, like I was everything like in, like I can choose what I want to be. Like I can be the carpet underneath in the room. I can be the meditation pillow or I can be the, the legs of the table or the tabletop or the vase or the air in the room experiencing everything. And that was, that was just a huge shock on, on my understanding and view of the world and how I was seeing and perceiving the world before that, when it happened. You know, that, um, it, did you have someone that you could go to and talk to when this? No, oh, no. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to reach out for help, but I kind of, I, I think I, I was guided. I, I don't know if I'm guided from the other side at that point. Um, now I know that I am, but like at that point, um, I'll get like uh, weird things. I'll, I'll get guided to a book and a book cover will pick up my interest and I'll start reading the book and there'll be information and I'll be like, hmm, okay. And then something else will pop up or I'll meet somebody and I'll say, hey, there is a, a course or something that I was just reading about. And I'm like, huh, okay, I just read about it. Let me go see. Like that's how I was with the channeling. I got introduced to it before it even started to happen, mm -hmm. which I thought it was nuts. Like I was just like, I was just like, this this can't be real. This is all fake. Like you know what I mean? When it's not happening to you and you're not going through the experience, you don't know. So in a way, it was scary, but not scary because like I didn't know what's going on, but then I felt like. I was supported and, and, and I was getting yeah. the information that I needed at the time. So, so I, will, I will tell you the, the earliest I can recall, I mean, I can remember astral projecting as a child, but I think mm -hmm. even before astral projecting, um, I was walking down the street and it hit me that this wasn't real, that this was just a reflection and that I don't come from here. And I started to panic because I didn't know where I came from, right? And and would you go and tell your parents, you're not my parents, where, where's my parents, where do I come from, <laughs> right? No, of course not. I mean, at one point I had to sit down the entire family and tell them like, listen, there's something going on with me. I, I'm, I wanna let you know that I'm not going crazy. Right. Um, right. Just so you know, I'm not going crazy. <laughs> right. Um, but, but I'm having um, these experiences, right? Yeah, I'm having experiences and in, in, in they were very, they were okay with like everything. I, I don't know. Like, like I told them that I'm thinking that I'm, I'm going through some kind of like a body, mind transformation or spiritual awakening. And they didn't know anything about it. But um, they weren't like, hey, this is against our religion or anything like it or like this is weird or, you know, none of that. And they still support me and I'm really grateful for it. Um, 
it, it's just like it's it's it, it's the way things are unfolding in in a way with the experiences and everything it's just like little bits a little bits of everything like at a time when i'm ready and it's still going at my own pace if i want to say that absolutely so so if you're anything like me then you decided well i'm curious i want to know more about what's going on now and Mm -hmm. you got into hypnosis so how did that happen this that fascinates me well, that's kind of the same way because like I'm coming from this technical background and working with machines and programming languages. I'm very analytical and I still am like I'm very left brain and I didn't know anything about it, but I wanted to research it and find out like, is this like, um, how, how do I get in those states? Like, is there a recipe for it? Like, is it the post that I'm sitting on, uh, you know, different things. Because it wasn't anything in particular, and that's that's how I started to researching it. And the trans state led me into hypnotism. And um, now that state, that outer state of being, it's something normal that happens to everyone. Absolutely. Uh, during the day, many many different times, and and some people. Some people call it daydreaming where you can just, you know, you you might be driving down the street with your car and you're not hitting anybody or anything, but your mind is somewhere else. You're like imagining palm trees, maybe you're on vacation or something else happening. Um, so it's it's out there state and many people produce differently. Um, there is people that do singing balls or people that do Reiki that puts their client in outer state of being, or there's people that do guided meditations or um, singing and dancing and drumming. There's very many different ways that you can, you know, achieve that outer state of being. But at the time I didn't know, just like trend state and how do you get it? And, and that's how I got into hypnotism because now for one i have the understanding and then i have the experiences and i felt like i can actually be a help to people that want to experience that state in that thing that they're losing their mind (laughs) right i mean i got i have so many stories like running through my head um i had a roommate at one point i was living in san diego and I went away for the weekend and on the way back, one of her girlfriends called me and she said, how close are you to the house? And I said, "Eh, maybe 20 minutes, half hour. And she said, well, you know, the roommate is having this experience since Thursday night and now it's Sunday and she hasn't slept. I don't know if she's eaten, but she's out of her mind crazy. And I'm like, Okay, I knew exactly what was going on, right? Right. Um, she had gone to a meditation, um, which was probably a kundalini, right? And the leader yeah. did not bring her down and anger her when it was done, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I get yep. home, and I like you know I can get some essential oils and work with you on some oils to bring you, and she like would have nothing. She was still like out of it. But she did go and take yep. her shoes off and walk on the grass to get anchored, right? So yep. um, 
you just froze. There you go. You're back. Um, so there are different ways to get anchored, right? When you're, especially if you get a little frightened because you don't know what's going on. And that's what was happening with her. I mean, she was seeing things and yes. whatever. Um, and I went out and I bought her journals, each one a different color to go along with each chakra and for her to write in the journal, mm -hmm. whichever color she wanted to, what her experiences were over the weekend so she could process through them. Right. So it, it is not um, something that you want to play around with by yourself. No, 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 definitely, definitely having uh, somebody that had the experience. It, it's it's a great help. But at the time for me, now we're living in the days where everyone has an experience and everyone shares their experiences. And, and to me, it was hard to trust to trust somebody to be able to help me that's um, genuine and, and went through that experience and know what to tell me or whatnot. So I mostly kind of based my experiences with like books and scripture from East and like yogic text and things like it to get a better understanding. And, and the thing is that we're always guided. I mean, you're, you're not alone on this journey. Right. Um, you have assistance. And, and that was the other thing that, you know, until I get a hold of like, how do I channel or, I have many different things like like you described where, you know, at the beginning it was like sounds. Then I'll get like um, like downloads sometimes where I didn't have something and all of a sudden like somebody puts it in my mind and I have like, ah, oh, now I understand like a whole, like a hot moment. Right. Um, but then other times I'll have experiences where... Um, whoever I'm connecting to, it's probing what kind of vocabulary I have. So I'll say something in German and I'll think, I don't speak German. Then I'll say something in Spanish and I'll be like, no, I don't speak Spanish. And it's like almost tweaking to find like how I can express it um, and, and comes about. Um, and, and so different times I'll have uh, feeling sensations where I feel and understand through feeling, not mm -hmm. just like downloads or and in other times I'll have like like somebody's dictating um, and if I'm writing it's fast enough I can't like write it down because there's a difference between when you think and imagine something and when the mind does it on its own there's a difference where you imagine it and you say and you say Maybe I got inspired and I had a thought, totally different things. Once you experience it, you'll know what it feels like. Right. And, so and you know, it's not like you're imagining it. No, there was a, a point where I literally said, there's too much information coming. I can't handle it all. Slow down. Right. Um, yeah. But. I spoke, to, and so here's something for you. I spoke to a friend of mine who is is a channeler, and he said, "Gail, 
don't block the flow. So I'm like, what I started doing instead was I'll handle what I can and then the rest can go to someone else. So let it flow right. and I will act on what I can and someone else will act on the rest and that's fine. Right. Because it's not for me, ego, Gail. Right. It's for the world and I happen to be tuned in and picking up today. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But see, like, like I said, everything happens for reasons. Like, you get guided and it might not make sense to you like because none of it until this point made sense to me um and now i'm starting to see patterns like okay i had experience of like speaking in the front of many people that was maybe prepping me for something else um you know having to tune with radios play with radio waves other things to get like better understanding of like the whole process because in a way now at this point, it's more of a tuning, like I'm opening up like a radio receiver and I'm just kind of like seeing where I resonate with and tune in. And then when I tune in, then um, depends on like what I'm connecting to, um, I'll use tones with my mouth, like like humming or home mm -hmm. or yep. whatever. Right. And and at the beginning that creates was, a vibration. Yeah, to get the vibration to where you're connecting to a line because I have to bring myself up or down and the same for them to meet halfway because we're in different vibrations. Um and and so furthermore, after a couple of years that I've been meditating and connecting and doing different things. It, it started to channel weird where my tongue will roll backwards. And when I'm humming, I'm generating two tones when it's like, it's almost like that. Um, um, I forgot what nationality they are, but they're doing this throat singing where they're creating two tones, which resonates. And then by varying the tones i can feel it in the body where it resonates and how i'm getting in tune and then it feels like like almost like a dance to me <laughs> to stay in tune that's how yep, it feels to me yep because you're you're yeah um yeah i was fortunate to be offered some sound therapy while i was going through chemo and i also did body talk and reiki so i had a bunch of Eastern medicine things going on. Mm -hmm. And um, at one point during the, the sound and meditation, if you will, I literally felt the vibration go to my kidneys and my spleen because I know that area was being affected by the chemo. Yeah. And it went right there, right there. And I'm like, whoa, you went exactly where I needed some help today. Yeah. Right? So your body will know. And, you know, he was making, we were all making our own vibrational sound. It wasn't like I was listening to him. So right. he was just leading. And that me making that sound, whatever sound I was making was the perfect sound for right then and there. Well, and, and that's the evolution of it. So, you know, the more you do it and I don't do it as, as a business or I don't offer it to like do it for people because I'm doing the hypnotism mm -hmm. and that's enough 
for me to be able to help somebody help themselves because everyone has everything inside them that they need to be able to be healthy and to have the knowledge and where they're going and connecting because everything is interconnected. There is no duality. We're experiencing duality, but everything is one. We create the separation. There is no separation. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk. So, so you've, you've done, you did a lot of um, personal development, a lot of personal exploration. Um, and then you decided because you weren't happy in the business that you were in, I can relate um, to be, to enter into the world of hypnosis and be a hypnotist. How did that happen? And let's talk a little bit about some of the client experiences they have with you. Well, that I got used in like everything else because like I said at the beginning, I'm I'm very critical and thinking all the time, analyzing and like, okay, this isn't like, um, maybe like at the beginning, I wasn't even buying into the whole thing. Um, right. So I started with like little courses here and there, what I'll do, like what people call stage hypnotism for entertainment, where I'll in, help somebody get in trance and glue their hands together or their legs or, you know, uh, change the way they see reality, perceive it. Like I can introduce a smell sensation that's not there, like, or like something that they might visualize like a negative or positive um, uh, hallucination, they call it in hypnotism. Um, so that was kind of fun, but I wasn't really like thinking much of it because again, I, you're getting guided through the whole thing, you know? And then I went to get another course and another course. And it was more at that point for like my own understanding. Right. And at one point I was just sitting one day in the meditations and I'm just vibing and, and I'm sitting in bliss and I'm thinking, how can I do this for somebody else? Like, like, how can I like, you know, help somebody get in that state when, the problem ain't problem. There's no problems. There's nothing. It's just being, and and it's blissful, and 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 you don't want to do anything else. <laughs> if if I can describe it that, and that that's what led me into further like going into scope. Um, I went to Florida Institute of Hypnotherapy, where I get trained through and through with everything. They have different types of uh, trainings for just regular hypnotism and they have what they call clinical where you work on medical setting with like doctors um, because being a hypnotist is not like being a psychotherapist or a doctor you can prescribe or treat or anything but you can work with doctors to in medical settings to help people that for example are allergic to anesthetic and they have no other options so they can numb their body parts with the power of their minds like the yogis do. Mm -hmm. um, or um, you can help with trans state in a medical setting with doctor observation there present to not heal the person, but you know help with symptoms like say vomiting or something else that's happening or um, uh, pain management because everyone experiences pain in different ways. 
Right. Um, so if, if the pills are not working and they don't want to like use a morphine or something else and they want to keep their body toxicity to a low level or anything or alternative way to manage pain, there's hypnotism. So I did that. And, and then there was a transpersonal side uh, of the hypnotism. Um, which helps you explore previous lives and um, different um, lifetimes or life between lives you know, where you go in the staging area before you jump in into the human body um, or astral projection or many different other ways of outer state of being. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's what I'm actually enjoying doing with the work that I do. I, um, help people with uh, past life experiences or I help them with uh, different outer states of beings where they can make changes with whatever they're perceiving or doing uh, or getting understanding because like if you go on through a spiritual journey some people everyone is different because everyone experiences reality and different differently um, and so some people might experience like visions and dream states and, and not understand so Hypnosis, it's also a good tool to um, go back in that outer state and, and connect with that part of the brain that does the feelings, images, sensations, emotions, not the logical part, like the right part of the brain, not the left. In, in, in that state, you can make sense more of like, what was that about? Like, Because some people have repeating dreams or other things like it. So that's another thing that can be done with that other state to my opinion everything that the brain can do it's 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 just anything you can think of it's phenomenal yeah if you can think of like spaceships and send them out of space and all that imagine what else you can do (laughs) so one of the the i had a, a training class that i was running and i think it was um, I, I work with people on the getting to the dark side, right? And somehow we got into spirituality in the discussion in this particular class. And I said, so we use what? Maybe 10% of our brain? Maybe. I said, there will be a time where we will be using enough of our brain that if we want to, we want a new kitchen table, we will... Manifested the kitchen yep. table. Yep. Right. Um, yep. And people will look back at how we live with businesses cutting down trees and making the table as barbaric. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. But we don't have the capacity yet. We're just entering the era of mankind where we are exploring our capabilities and and that's because of the internet that's right right it's because of the internet that um information is readily available people are talking to each other who never would have met before ever right right? um holding conversations asking uh questions and those who are curious are opening up their minds to things that they never experienced before. Um, And we're able to research and find, yes, there's a lot of 
stuff out there that's not true as well, right? Uh, so you learn to be discerning. This is not an encyclopedia. It's like I can put anything out there and and pretend right. it's true, right? Um, but you do your research, right? You well, learn what how to navigate. With you, not not only research because sometimes you know research will get you so far, and then you actually have to put the knowledge to work. You or have use. to do it. You have right. to do you it. You have there, to do it to understand it. Like gold in right. action. Right. There's right. golden action. Yeah. And and so not, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and, and not be worried about doing it wrong. There right. is no doing, especially if you're doing you. How can you do you wrong? Right. Right. Well, I, I, I have I have a different perspective on the you because I don't think there's there's me. Like this is a character that it's playing in this body. Yeah. There, there is something above the character that's, that's observing and seeing. Yeah, that's the yep. me. That's the you. There's yep. no, there, there's no me, and then a lot of the knowledge that comes in or channeling or whatever you want to call it, we already have it. Like everyone already had it, but it gets so much away from the truth and everything else that you just forget how to use it when it started to happen to me it was confusing and everything but then i knew that i knew that stuff like not me me knew that stuff but like like i've done this many times before i right I have this is so familiar like yeah it's familiar it's like it's like okay it's it's kind of like uh, you know how your shoes feel like i mean right. they're, they're like shoes but like okay this is the body and i've done this so many times um so, and, and my personal belief right now, because we never get the bigger picture, we're just, and that's why we're in the human body to have the experience, what I feel like. It's true. I believe and, that's true. And we always get like a little bit more, a little bit more, because if, if everything comes at once and we can get it in this like a small port, part, we can't make sense of it. And still a lot of the stuff, um there's no making sense and like earlier like you said you know a lot of the stuff when you tune in and channelize you're like a filter you're putting your own vocabulary everything else that you understand like everything else and then there's moments when when you channel you just channel sounds because there is no representation to whatever it's happening there's no but you can feel it Right, but you can feel it, right? Right. There's the feeling, yes. Right. Um, so, in 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 this is why before I thought that uh, language can explain a lot of things, but now I'm coming to realize that no, language is very limiting because, and this is why there's a lot of confusion and communication in relationship between people because I might mean one thing and try to express it, but that might sound something else to you based on your experiences and everything else when the other person will get triggered and will say, well, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Because you didn't mean it in the way you meant it. You, you had an idea, but like using language to send that idea off, it's totally, totally off. Like, you know, so it, it's like, if you can telepathically exchange images and, you know, send the other person what you want and what you mean, That'll be so much better than 
try to put, you know, descriptive words and sounds and other things. And uh, yeah, but that's how I'm thinking now. You know, um, there are, so I'll, I'll share a quick little story. So the sound guy that I was talking to you about, he wanted to do a shared experience with me. You know, so an mm -hmm. ast astro astrologically shared experience. So we got together and he was doing the sound and I went into meditation. He went into a meditation and I created a space where I wanted to hang out and he was doing healing on me. And when we were done, we shared our experience. Now, I was laying on the beach. This is what I saw, right? Because I love the feeling of hot sand. I'm like a snake. Get me a hot rock and let me lay on it. I'm happy, right? Right? So I'm laying in the sand. And the spirit me is now up in what I call the matrix, right? Up there looking down and watching actually more than one reality of me with multiple me's and multiple him working on me, right? And then we were done. His experience was he decided to go play in the water, right? And then went parasailing and was up in the air watching me laying on the, on the, on the sand and watching him working on me. So he had the same observation, but from his play space, if you will, right? right? Cause we'll, so we both decided to play while we were there, right? We were there for business, but we played, right? And we played in, yep. our, in, our, in our own way. So I found it interesting. Now he didn't see multiple, he just saw one, but it was still me. I was laying on the sand and like really hunkered into the sand and watching him work on me from above and I was from above. So we're starting to learn and play with, let's create a mutual environment and do something together there and then come back and share the experience and see where the similarities are, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I will tell you quite honestly, I had to give him permission. Um, you don't have permission to come into my sphere unless yeah. I, I give it to you. Um, because I used to work with someone who was always poking in there. And mm -hmm. I finally closed the door to her and closed the door. You know, if, if I give you permission, you're welcome in, right? But if I don't give you permission, you're not going to get in. <laughs> so well, I don't, I don't, I, I personally think that giving permission for anybody to come in, it's, it's not wise enough because one body, one soul at a time that's what i'll say uh, um you know it's you can still have exchanges with beings and other things next to you aside of you above you anywhere but not inside this body no like, they you can yeah. come and check out my head but you can't come in here right? right yeah yeah absolutely um i'm very protected as far as that's concerned and i and except for source source and i is like Oh, um, and in fact, when I had body talk done, she, you know, she, in one session, she said, your body is telling me it wants to open up more to source. And she said, Gail, 
you're already like you're ridiculously balanced you're already open but your body is saying more i said well part of this experience that i'm going through was intended to tune my body to take more right so open her up <laughs> right? and, and here's the other thing i i had that thought and i, I want to share it before it goes away yeah. um a lot of the times when you don't have images or representation of how to see something in reality um then your mind can play tricks on you and and that can create a fear of something that exists that it's not really there like if you walk in in the dark and and you're looking in the dark and your eyes are adjusting and everything and you might start seeing like like bushes or something else starting to look like animals or if you're in the snow you're starting to see like like mirages and other things because your your mind it's capable of you know finding what representation you have as images or anything else so in 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 the beginning that was kind of hard for me to wrap my understanding around the whole concept of like if you're connecting to something, like you said, it might look like something to you, but if somebody else is sharing that experience with you, it might look totally different because everyone has their own representation of things. Mm -hmm. And and in jumping ahead of time and like like going into like, oh my God, what's happening? And like protecting yourself, it doesn't really like serve you much. But if you're curious, you find a way to like, see what is this really like does that it, make sense it does it does um yeah there really isn't i i have no fear there, there is no fear um i still will only give permission you need permission right 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 this is no, this no, is no, my realm say, yeah. yeah right uh, like I I, say, I, you probably it, couldn't hypnotize me until i give you permission and then i'd go under right yeah right. that's exactly it and and that's one of the misconceptions about hypnotism too because like i'll see people when i'm advertising or doing something and i'm talking to people to do education on the topic and and they say you're not gonna hypnotize me right like and they look away or they get oh my like gosh something yeah else. right or, or they run away and they say you're going by some kind of code right you're like you're not gonna do something or make me quack like a chicken or something like that. I'm like, that's not how it works. Um, but uh, I, I was going to say I'm kind of in the same boat with you because once you go through a near-death experience and you realize, but not like like reading book realize, but realize that it doesn't end there. You're not this human that's gonna end and go to nothingness and darkness and you're done and you're done and you have to grab the life by the tail and live it to the extent uh, because you're gonna die soon and, and there won't be no more of you or anything like it um you're not afraid of anything after that <laughs> so because you uh, realize you. that you, the you yeah. is is eternal yep, yep. right right so, and i think i think that to me, the only thing that would be sad is that I would miss what's going on with family. I would miss 
like I'm curious as to you know what's going to happen in the next ten years with the evolution of, of awareness that's going on with people. I'm curious as what's going to happen in the next twenty years, right? I'm curious, right? Um, yeah. But I but I can observe that, right? Right, and observe yeah. and not participate, right? And there was a time where. No, it was a hypnotist that I was seeing. And um, and when I walked in the room, the first thing she said was, she's, you're an old soul. I said, I know. And I said, will I earn my wings this time? She said, no, you'll have to come back. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> right? And now, uh, uh, you know, with, with more awareness, I'm like, that would be, that would be fun to do it again. Okay. We'll, we'll do it, again. It, it is and when you get to that point you don't feel like i have clients that you know come in and say well i want to be done with this karma and not have another lifetime with my husband or something else or i want to clean it all now like and never come back you yeah, know there's other good luck things. with that but but yeah <laughs> but um I am at the point where I'm actually enjoying everything and I'm feeling blessed to be here because of the times that are happening now yes. are so exciting. Um, and, and I'm like excited to be in the now and the happening with the shift and everything else that it's happening. It's, it's, um, it, it's almost like honor that I get to be in this body and have this experience and, and be here and 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 live through the whole shift and actually experience it. Um, and 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 this is kind of like 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 you said earlier when you're little, you got a knowing, and I kind of had a knowing that you know there's something else out there, and I'm looking up to the stars and like ETs and sci-fi movies, and I'm so excited about the whole thing and everything, and. And now more of like, if even they say, well, you don't have to come back or anything. I'd be like, sign me up. I want to come back. It's so right. exciting to be here. I mean, if you can have all this duality where you fell in love with yourself again, or be able to like, even drinking coffee, it's it's an experience that you're having. Everything, it's experience. Oh, I have having. to tell you, and then and then we'll, we need to wrap this up. So you know, the first thing that I lost was my taste buds. Mm -hmm. Well, they came back during a body talk session. She said your body wants to wants me to work on your taste buds, and I'm like, I'm still getting chemo. This isn't going to work. Well, it worked, right? And I so appreciate every taste now like i never did before right. right right and so when you say the coffee it's like it doesn't matter whether the coffee has a kick or not it's the taste of the coffee that's the first thing i missed was that you know this is just hot water right this is nothing in the morning it, it's it, it's the experience like it doesn't have to be a coffee it could be the wind blowing yes. against your head and right? you're outside and having that experience and, and and this is the thing always the three things in life are the ones that are actually like joyful to experience anything else that you go after it, it it's like you have everything that you need like experiencing sun or like 
having, uh, I don't know. I, I think this is what life is meant to be, just to have the experience. That's right. But and that, and that learn from it. can change. I don't right? know. Learn, and, and, grow, like, like, learn yeah. and grow. Learning <laughs> and grow. So, so Yanko, if someone wanted to get in touch with you and learn more, how would they do that? They can go to my website, which is www.hypnoyan.com which is hypnoyan.com. Oh, um, of course. And, and there, all my contact information is there. Um, they can uh, look up uh, my Facebook page, which is also hypnoyan LLC, um, or look me up on YouTube. I'm in a process of making uh, educational videos on YouTube about hypnosis and the whole process and everything else, um, sharing experiences and other things. And uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, well, right. those will be in the notes. So, guys, you don't have to write it all down. And Anything. thank you, Yanko. I know we could talk forever. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we just absolutely. hit the tip of the iceberg here. There is absolutely. so much more, so much more. Thank you for joining me. And, folks, if you really enjoyed this, absolutely give us a thumbs up. If you have a question, please put it in the comments. If you know someone who would enjoy or learn from this particular episode, please do share it out. And as always, I ask you to subscribe so that you know when the very next episode is available. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Yanko.